0: Listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com.
1: We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex.
0: For well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. conspiracy have before us the opportunity to forge, for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists.
1: The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters. Well
3: in the house of the Lord Forever. Forever. Podcasting to you from Just outside the golf course here In Edmond, Oklahoma Where it is really stormy Slash windy I am one of your hosts of episode 309 And my name <laughs> is Tim Kilkenny
4: 309 That's a uh... I don't know. Lots of threes. <laughs> Could be trouble. Uh, podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma, where I'm looking forward to a nice sunny Friday this Friday. I'm Andrew Hoffman.
3: There you go. There you go. I was just thinking about it. You know, we have 309 episodes. When people start off, we don't we don't actually say, like people listen to the show, we don't actually say, this is episode 309. But I feel like we I should, I don't know. I'll figure out where to weave it in. But I feel like we should at least say the episode number in there.
4: Well, doesn't it... St- Says, Revelations Radio News three hundred nine for the, right,
3: yeah it does it does say Revelations Radio News three hundred nine on the episode but I'm just saying we maybe we should say it out loud on the intro to the, just I don't know maybe it lends a little bit of gravitas like we've been here we're not we're not some fly by night podcast who's <laughs> put out two episodes a year for one year no
4: <laughs> yeah so yeah some some years we are but. uh <laughs> Yeah, forty-four last year's. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's so,
3: pretty good. We're moving up. We're trending upward. Yeah. Um for those of you not from the Midwest or Oklahoma, we have wind. There's a lot of wind here. Lots of wind. <laughs> Currently uh, I think the temperature outside has dropped, I don't know, forty degrees in the last couple of hours and the wind is blowing hard. I don't know if you can hear the chimes in the background. Can you hear that at all?
4: I cannot. No, yeah, yeah. you, m- you might be able to hear whistling out out my window here. If it yeah, it's, it's real windy, but
3: it's uh, it's definitely definitely gonna be a, a storm. A storm coming through. I guess a front is coming through, and it's gonna be super cold tomorrow. So, indeed, it sets yes. a it sets a certain tone for. The kids are in bed. I mean, my wife is in bed now too, and uh, I don't know how things are over there. But at least probably one kid's in bed. It's dark, stormy outside. Talking ready about to my buddy Andrew, doing a podcast, ready to talk, ready to podcast, about <laughs> <laughs> This just podcasting weather. Let's do this.
4: Just, I'm just glad, you know, the wind direction is uh, not blowing from uh, East Palestine there. Oof, yeah,
3: yeah. So I see you've done some deep dives. I have a little bit. Um, I hate to do something like this, but I might have a. A good topper clip or a good start starting clip. I think I. But if you want to go ahead and explain, go ahead and go where well, you wanted to go. So we didn't talk about this story at all last week, right? And just to be clear, was it a story last week? Had it happened?
4: Well, it had happened, but I, I, it really wasn't a story. Like yeah. I, we weren't the only ones not talking about it. No, I'm, sure. not, I'm not not really blaming us. It's just looking back it's like why wasn't that a bigger <laughs> bigger deal well, right away and that's part of what makes me think that this is actually a big deal
3: sure and uh i'll even say this and if it was last week then yeah our apologies for not bringing it up one of the first encounters i had with it was completely out of context and now they're arresting mainstream media uh person- media personalities this guy just got arrested. And you know what, man? I look at this stuff so much and there's so much of it out there that some African-American man uh, who's a correspondent for it. Was it CNN or one of them? Gets arrested for asking a question. And I assumed it was like a, some sort of a race situation or they were trying to drum up some sort of race, you know, uh, controversy you know the the two minutes hate for CNN and or Black Lives Matter or something else and totally missed the context that this gentleman was just asking some questions at a town hall also currently at this moment there's a town hall and there was a, a town hall live with tweeting it
4: the, yeah but the town hall with no railroad representatives because they were afraid for their physical safety I've, I mean that's a that's a
3: <laughs> Andrew, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I hear the sarcasm in your voice, but I don't believe that that's untrue. They well, probably were afraid for their physical safety as they probably should be. That Yeah. Uh, what's going on there is,
4: is pretty wild. So we'll, we'll go through it. I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I've got no idea if people are like, oh yeah, i needed to look into that or if they're like uh, yeah Tim and Andrew we're already 10 steps ahead of you probably some of each knowing sure. our our audience but uh, just interesting factoids uh, a little ironic depending on how you look at things the top three owners of Norfolk uh, Southern Corporation which is the operators of the The Bomb Train, or whatever you want to call it. uh, The Vanguard Group. Hmm. JP Morgan Investment Management. And BlackRock Fund Advisors. I don't don't give too much credence to that, because like you said, it's like... Because they own own everything. Part of everything, yeah. But they are also, the ironic part, and I agree, they own part of everything. But also, they supposedly operate by... You know, looking for companies with great ESG. Right. Because they care so much about the environment. (laughs) And you've got this company that runs a train that's throwing off sparks for 20 miles until it finally sets off a horrible chemical reaction. Then decides, ah, instead of doing the work of like, you know, pumping the stuff out and trying to contain it, let's just burn it all and see what happens. Um, you know, not exactly environmentally friendly.
3: No, and I think the excuse was it's more toxic to let it leak.
4: I don't, I don't is, know. I'm just
3: saying that's the main cover story.
4: That's so the cover story. What
3: you yeah. want to do is blow it up and get it into the air and coming down on everyone.
4: Yeah, and let's do that when you've got an inversion layer sitting at a thousand feet, too. That Wh- which, Which will take... um. You know, like living in Yakima, Washington, or living in the Gorge, if there's an inversion layer, they don't even want you to have a fire in your fireplace. Yeah. Because it just, it keeps everything down on top of you. And it's such an inversion layer, you could see it sitting there.
3: You could see it rolling by when that guy got really mad. That famous clip. Yeah. It's like rolling through. Those aren't storm clouds.
4: Yeah, well, that's, like, from the town town over, but over East Palestine, I mean, you could see the inversion layer sitting there when they set the thing off with the giant giant plume of toxic garbage. So, um, there is a good sub-stack with the accompanying good Twitter thread from uh, Connie Koa News. Hmm. Okay. Or Connie Koa the Great. Uh, I think we've read some stuff from him before he did all the COVID stuff. But um, so I've I've got that in the show notes. The company. I I have no idea if we have anyone who's directly affected by this. We'd love to hear from you if you are. But we have, uh, uh, hold on, let me. Look, I'm gonna look something up. Go ahead. I know we have Ohio people, mm-hmm. but I don't. So the. Norfolk Southern is saying, oh yeah, we'll do testing. Well, they're having a contractor called the Center for Toxicology and Environmental Health um, do the testing. This is an Arkansas based firm who provides consulting services to various industries. It's known for performing toxicology monitoring for the oil and gas industry following health and safety incidents. After a million gallons of oil spilled on a Louisiana town in 2005, after a flood of toxic coal ash smothered central Tennessee in 2008, and after defective Chinese drywall began plaguing Florida homeowners, the Center for Toxicology and Environmental Health was on the scene, saying everything was fine. So they are not only sending you to their contractor for testing, you're supposed to sign off in order to get the testing basically a uh, waiver a non oh a waiver hmm. yeah like oh you want some free testing that we'll pay for oh by the way you can't sue us now no matter what's found wow i did not know that yeah so don't sign don't sign anything and don't go through center for toxicology and environmental health so so and,
3: palestine is looks like due west of indianapolis i think it's Palestine. Palestine. Pal- sorry. Yeah. I'm, and I always mess this up. I mess up my east and west. I apologize. If anybody ever hears me say east and west, you should question it. Uh, for some reason, I get these. It's almost like a dyslexia. I'm sorry. Palestine. Palestine is due east of Indianapolis. Just north. Of, not just north. Uh, but it's just up in Cincinnati. Or up north of Cincinnati. Uh, this is west. Due west. Uh, northwest of dayton and then of course uh west of columbus so our one of our biggest donors our friend caleb is in batavia ohio he is down just east of cincinnati an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes, 108 miles away from palestine so we do have somebody there and i think we might have more listeners in that area
4: so and everything was going southeast the wind from there yeah so yeah, there's a there's couple a things big... at play is that the the And water... then you got where the where the, the river's go. Right,
3: right. The water table goes west and the wind goes east. So <sighs> Yeah. It's... Podcaster down, do we lose a microphone? Do we lose a oh, podcast? No, I just
4: accidentally kicked it. I'm sorry. Right. No worries. No worries. So there is a a good kind of rant video from Count Dankula.
3: <laughs> Here, let me let me let me do my little kind of overview video. I got I, I got a video I think is kind of yeah. I, I don't have
4: I don't have clips from him. Uh, too much swearing to try and dig through it, but uh, it's a good it's okay. a good rant. Um, but I do have some clips, so yeah, go ahead and play do, yours. It's
3: it's kind of an overview. It's a like the gentleman is a, I guess a, a chemistry major or a chemist of some sort, and uh, he, he wanted to do a video kind of explaining what's going on.
5: This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. All the cars that crashed, fine for them contain vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million, average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars. There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride's really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating, and organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this coast, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines. And then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word.
3: there we go uh i do want to make a correction because i'm an idiot he said east palestine just north of pittsburgh and uh east of akron and that is exactly where it is it's completely on the other side uh not near indianapolis at all way on the other side of ohio so east palestine is a completely different place sorry about that all right I just thought that was interesting. Uh, no, I thought that
4: was a good clip. I had, I had that one as oh, you, well. So. Oh, you did have that one? My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, let's do... Let's see. Let's do the local news East Palestine report with the someone who... I've got another clip from him as well, but they just call him the chemical specialist. I don't even know the guy's name. But,
6: We now know three more chemicals that were on board the Norfolk Southern train that derailed here in East Palestine just over a week ago. And we're being told that some of those chemicals are dangerous.
7: We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open.
6: The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, acrylate and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, or on fire. Caggiano says acrylate is especially worrisome. He says it's a carcinogen and contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose, throat, and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is also known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled.
7: I was kind of surprised that when they quickly Told the people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their uh, their homes tested, uh, they can have them tested. I, I would have far rather they did all the testing.
6: Caggiano says it's possible some of these chemicals could still be present in homes and on objects until you clean them thoroughly.
7: Oh, there's a lot of what ifs, and we're going to be looking at this thing 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line and wondering, gee, cancer clusters could pop up, you know, well water could go bad.
6: Kajiano recommends anyone who's in the East Palestine area get a health checkup. He says get a record of where your health stands now so that moving forward you have documentation of any possibly related effects to the train derailment. Huh. That's
4: not that's, encouraging. Yeah, that's... It is good advice. A better advice would be leave and never come back. Yeah somewhere far far away I know it's easy to say that but that's a that's a
3: tough move man it's tough to do but yeah, yeah. I think that is
4: the right I think I mean my
3: gut tells me that's the right move
4: something yeah and I, I would I would join that class action lawsuit against Norfolk Southern too that's already it's already going and it's like oh if, well, if if everything's fine then I'm sure you'll pay me market price for my house yeah Absolutely, so that's what. Well, what market price was one day before this disaster? Exactly. I mean, the it part of it's the town, but when you're talking about the stuff in the air and the water, it's. I mean, stuff could reach Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, I mean for sure. It's you know, like, it's this is not. <laughs> Not just that town that you got to worry. Where you got to worry about it, but uh, anyway, we got.
3: It. I say, I think some of the more you know, there's a lot of shots. There's a lot of different angles of this thing, literally uh, a lot of pictures. Uh, but the, I think the most concerning one to me is that people flying over and it's got the got the yeah. l- low ceiling, but then there's like a black spot, yeah, where those chemicals are all sitting.
4: It's Ugh. yeah. It's it's worse than like the worst of the wildfire smoke. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. And that stuff's no fun no. with the air no, that, quality, at, you know. Yeah, that was the that was 180s th- and stuff, but yeah. But uh, at least it, it's mainly not toxic chemicals that's burning. I mean, there's there is some of that, but uh, so that same guy that was talking in that clip I found a longer clip from him. So it's hazmat specialist, longer MSNBC clip. Pause. Hazmat specialist. Sorry about
3: that. Authorities say it's safe for residents there to return to their homes. What are your concerns?
7: Well, my concerns are for chemicals that I have not been able to find that they have been looking for. They've been looking for volatile organic chemicals, which encompass a large, you know, broad spectrum of chemicals. And the devices that they're looking for them with are called, you know, photoionization devices. However, stuff like phosgene takes a special photoionization device lamp or it takes a special meter. Um, We're also not talking about dioxins. Uh, We're not talking about some of the other byproducts that were put into the cloud and my concern was, you know, very quickly, relatively quickly, after this stuff all burned off, they started bringing people back home, and they kind of put out a notice that said, if you feel like you want to have your house checked, call this number, and, and Norfolk Southern will send send someone there to check your home out. Well, number one, Norfolk Southern checking your house out is like the fox Garden the hen house. Uh, you don't want the company that that uh, did this to you know tell you your house is all right. Uh, you should be able to have somebody else like the U.S. EPA, somebody at the U.S. EPA gets. The other part is, what are they checking for? They only give lists of what they have found. They're not telling you what they're checking for. And I'm concerned because, again, you have some dioxins that could be out there from uh, from the burning of the vinyl chlorides. Uh, hopefully, by now, the FOS genes and the hydrogen uh, chlorides that were created yeah. by burning off the vinyl chlorides are gone. But there's some so- things that you know I'm concerned of.
3: You mentioned the EPA, Kurt Collar, who's a specialist with the
5: Ohio Environmental Protection Agency Emergency Response Unit, told the Washington Post that residents can continue to drink the water. Uh, they say it's safe. It's not affected by the incident.
1: I have no reason not to believe the
5: EPA. They're the experts. But I also have covered the 9-11 first responders and what they went through over the last 20 years when they told it, were told it was safe uh, to go to that site and some of the cancers and uh, horrible effects of that decision. Um A lot of this stuff is long term, right? A lot of this stuff, we won't know the fallout for a long time to come.
7: No, and I I believe I mentioned that in the article that you looked at. We're going to be looking at this 5, 10, 15 years, 20 years down the line. I believe what Kurt Kohler said about that, he's a fairly heads up guy from the OEPA. Um, They are doing testing of of the water treatment plant only because they can test it before uh, it goes to the people. They can test for a lot of this stuff. Again, I don't know what all they're testing for beyond volatile organic chemicals. However, what I do worry about are the, the uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people in the surrounding communities that depend on well water. Um, the uh, U.S. EPA just an- announced today that uh, East Palestine is going to be considered a Superfund site for them to start doing cleanup and holding Norfolk Southern you know, uh, uh, liable for it.
4: Hmm. Which that the part that I thought was significant is uh, what are they testing for and what are they not testing for? Yes. Because that's how you do it. Because all their all their announcements have said is, "While well, our testing our testing didn't show any levels of concern," which you've got two outs there. You've got. Uh, well, you know, we tested for X, Y, Z, we didn't test for M, N, and O, and well, I guess that was a problem, but we didn't know we didn't test for it. And you have like levels of concern. These are not, those are not numbers. Those are not test results. Like what, what did you find? (laughs) What did you test for? Yeah. And what were those levels? this is stuff that it's like, well, you know, we found a little of it. You don't have to worry about it. Well, how do you, you know? This is, I don't know. This is every, you know, the air is safe to breathe. 9-11 with the yeah, asbestos. It definitely has echoes of that. And it's, but.
3: I'm trying to find this I, town hall thread right now because there was a guy doing a live town hall, he was live tweeting the town hall meeting. And one of the first questions was, why are you not helping people or giving assistance to people outside of the one mile radius of the crash? And you know what the answer yeah. came back as? Because that's what the TSA told us to do.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The spokes spokesman, I'm mm-hmm. sure he would prefer to be called a spokes, uh, person, not man. <laughs> Uh, for the EPA was you know oh we're gonna hold them responsible mm. and I I should have got the clip but
3: well the Tsa it's is the Pete the Buttigieg. least
4: convincing we're gonna hold them responsible you've ever heard it's like okay yeah and the government regulatory agencies I don't, I don't know what like you can, I've got a Democracy Now! article that was posted on Children's Health Defense, you know, which was it was a good article about what's going on, but it's like blames corporate greed. It's like, okay, so the the answer is uh, more government bureaucracy because they're, what exactly are they doing that's beneficial right now? You know, they didn't prevent, they didn't do anything to prevent it. And they're not doing anything now, other than like, oh no, I well, they they say it's fine, so it's probably fine. Yeah, go ahead and go back. Yeah, we'll make them clean it up. So it's, yeah, I would not trust anything out of. You know, anything out of the company, anything out of the government, for sure. It's just, ugh.
3: It's a, so I I ran into an interesting conspiracy theory out there, and I will call it that because that's kind of what it is, but uh idea was that this was a chemical attack against the uh, the Amish with their raw... Well, I know there's a lot of farmland. Yeah, with a lot of farmer farmland, a lot of Amish farmland, there's a lot of raw milk around there. Hmm, Weird deal. Weird, weird deal. But it's that's, definitely unsubstantiated.
4: Well, I, yeah, I mean, I would say it's I think it's unlikely it's targeted just at the Amish, but how about the American targeted people? at our food supply when you put it in context of everything else that's happened?
3: How jaded are you, Andrew? Yeah. Is this a crash that they've cleaned up incorrectly, or is this on purpose?
4: Well, it's a tough it's a tough one to call. I think. Go, I'm, go I'm, ahead and okay. Go ahead and play uh white noise trailer. This is a oh, Netflix yeah, movie is... that came out last year. Last year. Mm. yeah whoa or maybe 2021 20, I'm gonna adjust
3: been. I'm adjust my levels okay sorry about that folks let's see hopefully this doesn't blow us out something that could actually kill somebody. let's watch no. a sitcom or something no
5: They're calling it the airborne toxic event. It won't come this way.
8: Will we have to leave our home? Of course not. How do you know? I just know. Okay,
0: what if it's dangerous?
5: Evacuate all places of residence. So this is the end,
1: or near to the end. Let's take it. We have a situation.
2: All we have.
4: All right. So, article from CNN Health. After a train derailment, Ohio residents are living the plot of a movie they helped make. When Ben Ratner's family signed up in 2021 to be extras in the movie White Noise, they thought it would be a fun distraction from their day-to-day life in blue-collar East Palestine, Ohio. Ratner, 37, is in a traffic jam scene, sitting in a line of cars trying to evacuate after a freight train collided with a tanker truck triggering an explosion that fills the air with dangerous toxins. In another scene, his father wears a trench coat and hat while people walk across an overpass to get out of town. Directors told the group they wanted them to look forlorn and downtrodden as they escaped the environmental disaster. The 2022 movie was shot around Ohio and is based on a novel by Don DeLillo. I've read some of his books. I don't think I read White Noise. Uh, the book was published in 1985, shortly after a chemical disaster in Bhopal, India, that killed nearly 4,000 people. The book and film follow the fictional Gladney family, a couple and their four kids, as they flee an airborne toxic event and then return home and try to resume their normal lives. Ratner tried to re-watch the movie a few days ago and found that he couldn't finish it. All of a sudden it hit too close to home, he said. So, there you go. Uh... That plus the fact that there is video footage that the the train was basically on fire for like twenty miles, hmm. coming into town.
3: Oh, really? Like, Before it yeah. derailed?
4: Yeah. There was an axle that had malfunctioned, and just like sparks, flames for like twenty miles, and just n- nobody on the train can you know, maybe we should stop and check that out, get that taken care of until you're pulling into town. And then the, you know, it all gets worse from there. And then the, the decision to, you know, what they did with it seemed like the worst possible thing you could do. Like, oh, let's just, let's, Call it a controlled explosion. Let's blow it up to keep it from blowing up. It was and that's what created that huge plume. Right. And so, yeah, there's. You know, was it. A specific plan. Or. You know, just taking advantage of the, of the situations like well, we can make this uh we can make this not so bad or we can make it a little worse. I think both of those are poss- possibilities uh let's see the oh where am I there was uh, a story about a union the railroad union was complaining about uh oh, here we go there's a twitter thread from more perfect Union. On February 3rd, a horrifying railroad accident took place. A Norfolk Southern freight train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. You might have seen images of the flames, but you probably haven't heard the unions that unions were trying to prevent this exact accident. Union railroad workers with rail, uh, at railroad workers have warned of a ticking time bomb, saying in the last 10 years, Class 1 carriers have dramatically increased both the length and tonnage of the average train while cutting back maintenance and inspection. And remember last fall when rail workers were about to strike? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I do.
3: Yeah, remember Jimmy Dore's rant? Or did, did you? I don't know if I played that on the show, but they yeah, were, they were having know. issues with sleep. Like they yeah. were having issues with not mandating sleep, working 12 to 15, 20-hour shifts. Yeah, so that's... It's covered a little
4: bit in here. Oh sorry. They they repeatedly expressed what rail companies system of running their lines, which they called precision scheduled railroading, was really about profit maximization at the expense of worker and public safety. Even more fundamental to the union argument was and is that railroads are trying to cut these complex to run these complex operations with fewer and fewer workers. They've cut twenty-two percent of jobs since twenty seventeen. This approach, with which the wealthy owners bill as efficiency, really means overworked workers, overburdened and exhausted workers, means more dangerous situations for the folks making our trains run on no days off and no sick leave, and it's not because the rail companies don't have the money. Norfolk Southern, the company running the trains that derailed in East Palestine with toxic chemicals on board, brought in over $12 billion in revenue last year, a record. They also announced a new $10 billion stock buyback program last year. And all this money for stock buybacks that line the pockets of rich investors is so you get the idea. So that's the the union point of view, obviously a, a biased point of view. But there's, so is it a, I don't know if this particular accident was deliberate. It seems a little odd that you have it happening in Ohio. I mean, there's Sure, there's lots of railroads running stuff through Ohio, but there's lots of railroads running stuff through a lot of states absolutely you know, including, yeah including including our state mm, yeah and including i mean, so in my time living in the gorge, there were two railroad incidents, one like you know the section of railroad closest to my house guy had a truck full of sawdust high centered it on the railroad tracks. And fortunately, he was able to to get out, but he couldn't get the truck off of there. And train came through and smashed it and sent, you know, it was very loud and sent sawdust everywhere, but I'm glad it was sawdust and not, you know, yeah.
3: for those of you chemicals. not, for those of you not on the West Coast, and that, that would be us, but who have never spent time out there. Uh, it was so rugged and hard to traverse, especially when the railroads were built. You got to remember, they were all built in the. 1800s, um, the only place that they could put the railroad that would be easy enough... <laughs> right by the river. Would be right by the <laughs> river or right by the ocean. So, yeah, Puget Sound, all the way down, you know, it's all along the coast. So what that does is it you know it's easier to build train tracks and stuff there close to the water so it's beautiful i'm sure if you're riding on a train to, to look out but anyway there's some issues with that and that one of them is landslides things like that but anything everything's right along the water and so yeah
4: and the we, the other one was right by uh, Mosier, oregon which is right by hood river and yeah. it was oil and you know there's a fire and stuff but it oil not the worst thing Compared well, to compared to this no, not, disaster. No, not compared to this. No.
3: But I mean there was controversy in uh the town I used to live in, Edmonds, because mm-hmm. there was tons of coal coming out of Canada. I'm not even sure where it was coming from, but it was headed down and supposedly I was told, I don't know if it's true, uh, to uh California to head to China. But I mean there was coal trains constantly going by and just the dust blowing off the top of the cars because the cars didn't have to be covered would 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 fly in. And, you know, if you had your windows open, you get a little, little bit of soot in your yeah, house. Yeah,
4: and there's not infrequent sabotage attempts Yeah, shunting the railroad tracks. I'm just glad and that, like... They keep giving those people slap on the wrists up there, too. Yeah. It was in Washington, a couple different times. I'm glad that there was... Uh, that Greta Thunberg and all these other people came out against this
3: Pal- Pal- East Palestine... Uh, disaster and stood up and because they're environmentalists and they care about the environment
4: so. yeah so I mean does this lower your ESG score like does this accident lower or or not so much mm, I don't know man I don't know yeah,
3: it's, it's tough to tell and of course Greta Thunberg and none of the environmentalists have come out it was never about the environment it's just about control nobody right. said anything about this this is just going to keep
4: going on yeah I didn't clip it. Tucker had a pretty good rant on it. But... Uh, I feel really
3: bad for these. I can't, so I'm still looking for that thread. Gosh. I, so you ever find something and then you can't find it again? It's like, dang it. I knew it was my chance because stuff disappears quick.
4: But uh, yeah. yeah, the live tweets. Uh, I've got a, a random, uh, random tweet. Okay. So this is... You know, random person on the internet is the source, Ah, named Wyatt. My favorite. Uh, They derailed the train carrying perhaps the worst chemical cargo possible and then detonated every single car carrying that substance right in the middle of the most prime farmland in the country. That's a clear and obvious act of war waged on the United States by the government. Clearly the worst enemy of the USA is its own government. Stolen elections have consequences and this is proof. This weather system is, in fact, the worst toxic waste known to man. Put into the sky by the government of the USA. So that's there's there's quite a few people where that are on that side of it, and it's kind of like, well, maybe it's not quite that extreme, but also spot the lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That's kind of where I am too. So, and also, if you you know have this disaster with that causes massive waves of cancer through a large swath of the country makes it a little easier to cover up all that cancer from the COVID vaccines. I mean, but you don't you, think Warren
3: Buffett wants to take it on the chin as being responsible for all this, do you?
4: And it also it wasn't it wasn't his railroad. Oh,
3: strange, interesting. interesting. He might
4: might come out ahead of this on this deal. Oh,
3: Warren, you mean Warren Buffett could benefit? Yeah.
4: Signing where a waiver Warren, to get where tested. Where was Warren Buffett on on nine eleven?
3: <laughs> oh, Did he having do, a meeting? Oh, he, he was having a meeting. That's right in Nebraska. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Well, I was thought you were going to tell me he, he was. Everybody remembers
4: where they were for the Palestine. <laughs> oh, that he couldn't remember right now. He was he was uh meeting with some interesting people on that nine eleven. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah it's not like air force one was diverted and flown to nebraska in the middle of that whole
4: weird day right
3: oh wait it was oh yeah (laughs) that's weird
4: yeah so anyway um Uh, cheney was saying he's he's in charge now and yeah it's the whole uh almost supposed nuclear exchange on 9-11 sure that well But when you don't actually deal with it, when you leave those people in charge, you keep getting stuff like this and you got to, you got to wonder how intentional was it? Amen to that, man. So, I mean, it could be mostly unintentionally. You just let the infrastructure get bad enough and you, but they're actively trying to destroy everything. The I, I'm supply start, chain. I'm starting the food supply. I'm starting the water
3: to, to feel like that. There's a group of people, maybe even like spirit entities that really just want to kill us. Yeah. Like I'm, it's start, I'm starting to get that vibe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just, I've got that vibe as well. So <laughs> starting to starting to pick up on something here. This feels like, you know. <laughs>
4: yeah. So. Every day something else. So it's, I don't know. Beware the stories that they. It's kind of amazing to me how quiet they kept it for so long. It's like we knew the balloon, stupid balloon stories were distractions, but it's like pretty clear. It's like oh, UFOs, balloons, ah, China. You, ah. you think it's you a distraction know. from this? I think looking back at it that makes a lot of sense yes
3: yeah. of course citizen free press that was a recommendation by you on twitter uh we have somebody there live tweeting uh the railroad called me today this is a woman speaking railroad called me today and said they'd pay all my moving expenses first and last month's rent because i can no longer go in my house how many people how many of these people are sleeping in houses where their kids are laying there breathing that stuff in
2: hmm.
3: yeah yeah some of the higher yeah, rated don't com- don't take the deal yeah some of the higher rated comments or do not sign anything no matter what
4: yeah no it's there's it's a 38 they've got 38 billion dollars is people need to get a good chunk of it so it's well you got anything else on the
3: on that situation? I don't, man. It's pretty... Uh, pretty wild, man. Pretty yeah, pretty wild. I'm glad we don't... I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I'm just thankful that I don't live anywhere near there. Because it would be super hard to be sitting in our houses, you know? And just thinking to ourselves, do we got to get out of here?
4: <laughs> and yeah.
3: Then, and if so, how?
4: And yeah, do I mean, the, the only... <clears throat> comparable situation was the the wildfire stuff and there there were times it, it was truly brutal you know when it got into your house and I, you just could you know i i
3: i have a personal belief that 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 was the final stone the final uh death knell in the coffin to my wife becoming radicalized <laughs> yeah <laughs> she went from like i don't care not necessarily i don't care but she was not where she is now but 2020 happened and like the final thing that happened i think is i was trying to to sell cars outside in this terrible weather the, you know at the dealership and she was in the house with two babies uh my son and then our ba our, our baby daughter and there was like smoke seeping into the cracks of the house and in, you know in the into the house, into the air, and we had to put, we had to make like a get like a furnace filter and put it on a on a fan and try to to cycle through some of it. it actually, works pretty well. You know, they've got that yeah. filter pretty dirty, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't, I, I really pinpoint that as the last moment. I was like, that's kind of where things change. I came home and it yeah, was and a, we, well,
4: was a, we, when you figure out that not only do they have the gall of causing those fires on purpose but then they have the gall to tell you it's your fault because you're causing climate change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and That it, it, is a, uh, a red pill or a radicalization, however you want to say it, it.
3: And in that, it was a pretty big moment for me too, because in that moment in 2020, I was driving to work in it, you know, my lights were on, it was so dark. And yeah. I thought they're like, we're at war. <laughs> Yeah, this, somebody's at war with us. Like, I don't know if this is China from the outside, if we're trying to crush us. Like, what I don't know what it is, but this feels like war. It feels like every ass I'm like, I have to wear a mask. I feel, you know, I'm getting encouraged to get this shot. And by encouraged, I mean heavy-handedly. And then there's fire, and there's smoke, and I can't see, and it seeps into your house. And supposedly, it's all from global warming, but it's like Antifa and Black Lives Matter just destroyed our downtown area. And, but they didn't have anything to do with this, because, of course... Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, they that was one of the first people
4: setting fires, but then letting them go. Yeah, that was so, one of
3: the yeah. first, That was one of the first times I noticed the no evidence of widespread arsonists. <laughs> yeah. There's no evidence of widespread arsonists setting these fires. It's like, well, I mean, I, I'm Just looking because they
4: all I, pop up right next to highways yeah. the whole way down. I'm looking
3: out and I see a lot of evidence, like, for instance, all over my car. When I come out in the morning, there's evidence that
4: somebody started a fire. Like, yeah it's you happen well, to know how the, it started like the chemtrails we know that the stuff in the chemtrails it is making trees foliage more burnable you yeah. know like like evergreen forests are not supposed to just go up in you know instantaneously no no there, there's trees in the northwest that are hundreds and hundreds of years old Like it doesn't burn that easy. No. So unless you spend decades spraying stuff on it to make it, make it burn. And then you set fires on purpose. So it's, Oh, it's going to be super windy. Wow. All the fires started (laughs) right on the super windy, dangerous fire condition day. Wow. Just, just unbelievable coincidence. I got, I don't, I don't think I told you this,
3: but, uh, I, uh, i tried to i tried to i joined like an antifa telegram group (laughs) (laughs) because i get some confessions because i too wanted to be uh you know gaslit by the fbi i mean uh so (laughs) no no but i i was in but I, i was in i was like looking around trying to see if we got plans to set fires and do stuff it was right around 2020 yeah i was in for like 12 minutes (laughs) <laughs> and then they kicked you out. There, there, somebody f- figured out—I don't know if it's IP or somebody figured out based on my name or something—but I was, I was out and never got back in. Hmm. Boo this man. Boo this group.
4: Well, all right. All right. What? Where do, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's take a look.
3: Uh, take a look. It's in a book. You you want to talk to Super Rainbow?
4: Bowl yeah let's go Super Bowl let's do it I'm ready alright so the actual Super Bowl game a pretty good game
3: I yeah
4: yeah you know it's kind of a bogus I, I penalty hate, call I hate
3: the, the ticky tack yeah. we had a great great game back and forth battle and then we got a ticky tack penalty at the end that's, that pretty much seals the deal for one specific team I mean that's just I hate that yep course not the team i'm rooting but, for either
4: just uh you know the eagles just apparently were told don't don't even attempt to play defense in the second half uh, i don't that I was don't kind of a interesting scenario there but uh, we were just talking yeah, off was, air
3: that i was pleasantly surprised that the super bowl halftime show wasn't evil now i know she wore red and maybe even held up a triangle at some point but overall for the 10 minute performance it was compared very compared to the grammys yeah compared oh. <laughs> to the grammys I mean, yeah i was i was t- trying to explain to you it's like when my my expectation is satanic imagery and raunchiness you know then i i was i was surprised it, it exceeded my expectations it wasn't bad it was performance pregnant woman on a giant floating piece of glass so it was kind of cool but uh yeah like I said, I'm, 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 I'm easily pleased. Just not outright satanic and
4: I'm okay. It sounds nice. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, didn't watch the halftime part. They didn't do the Joe Biden interview, right? He, he didn't agree to do it like the now traditional interview with the president. And then I kind of thought they might do a DeMar Hamlin interview Oh, that would have been nice. But it did look like during the, the Super Bowl. It, I will say but it they did, go ahead. They had uh, Damar Hamlin sitting next to Roger Goodell, NFL Commissioner, and uh, Mrs. Kelsey, right? The mother of a player from each team, uh, Travis Kelsey, and so you know, and then he was wearing. A now infamous jacket mm-hmm. uh which when I saw it, I'm just like what is what is that yeah so uh but I found a, a clip I don't even know who someone reposted uh people might recognize him i I've never heard this guy before, but he's a a youtuber um the clip is commentary on the damar Hanlon jacket at the Super Bowl, so I thought this was. Worth listening to
8: what's going on, guys. So I'm pretty sure most. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. The view by now have seen uh, this jacket that was worn by Hamlin during the Super Bowl. And I'm going to tell you straight up. I don't like it. All right. The jacket is supposed to be, I guess, some kind of, you know, artwork representation of Jesus Christ on the cross. It looks like a Homer Simpson character. Um, the teeth look like fangs. And and I've seen some people, this is what just really blows me about, you know, Christianity. You can never get on the same page, you know, as Christians. Everybody else will be united. And it's like everybody like with, in, within Christianity, we're always divided about when we look at something like this. Like we're never on one accord. How is that possible when there's one Bible, there's one God, there's one baptism, there's one Lord, there's one spirit that tells you a lot about everybody being a christian because there's always like these different opinions and things like that. So somebody is being led by the spirit and somebody's not. Somebody is moving according to the guidelines of the word of god and somebody's not. And that's just the reality, all right? And so I see people saying, "Well, you know, Jesus was disfigured." Let me tell you something. They would not do this with Allah, with uh Muhammad. They would not do that. They just wouldn't. This is just another example of, you know, the LGBTQ community with a, you know, um Jesus hanging on a cross at the parade kissing another man. It is the norm to just disrespect uh, you know, Christian beliefs in America. It is the norm To just make Christianity Whatever people want to make it in America You know what I'm saying Like people want to be Christians Without the Bible There are Christians without the Spirit And so there's people that They have this, you know, name Oh, I'm a Christian And, you know, I'm going to make this nasty, filthy, twerk music. I'm going to make music with demonic music videos. But then when I get an award, I'm going to thank God for it. Um, So everybody claims to be a Christian. And I've said this for, what, 10 years now. Everybody's a Christian until it gets biblical. So I'm going to make this jacket and I'm going to make this design. And, you know, yeah, I'm going to claim to be a Christian, but it's just it's not cool. Now, some of you probably don't see no no problem with it. But for me, it looks like a Simpsons character, right? Right. The The teeth look like they're fangs It just looks demonic to me And looking at some of the other jackets um, You know I've just seen some of the, the Most demonic rappers wearing these jackets You know what I'm saying So I just I don't like it I don't agree I'm not rocking with it And I just think they only do this kind of stuff They wouldn't ne- just. This is the, the main point They would never do this to Muslims They wouldn't They wouldn't That's just That's it They would never think of putting that kind of artwork and associated it with, you know, Muhammad or anybody else. They just wouldn't do that. It's the normal, you know, the fact that they even felt comfortable, you know, putting that out there. That's why it's a problem to me. So you can let me know what you think in the comments, but I ain't rocking with it. I ain't rocking with it either.
3: No, no. And you you see the so the artist. There's a necklace of the same look, you know. G- I don't even know if it's Jesus, but it's the same face character. Uh, guess who wears it? Out of all the rappers out there, take a wild guess who would wear it. Kanye, Jay Z. Tra- nope, it's easy. Travis Scott. Yep, <laughs> yep. The same artist who made Travis Scott's mm. famous necklace. It's the same. It's the same uh, face on his necklace. So yeah, that's. And Travis Scott has been seen, I believe, with Damar recently so cool 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 seems all above board nothing to see here
4: yeah that's i mean it is so insulting
3: so our, it is really insulting and, it, they, so, and he's right they would never do it to allah because i mean someone might try to kill him
4: yeah <laughs> just straight up kill
3: him yeah i mean that's what happens the thing in france you I'm can't not saying,
4: draw a, co- a cartoon picture of muhammad yeah or the they might try to kill you yeah, you know, so yeah, but you can do that, and not only do that, and you know, whatever his parents talk to him supposedly, and he's apologizing, whatever. But it ju- and just the word eternal. Yeah, and you, did you see the new tattoo?
3: <laughs> I was the one that sent that to you. It's too much, man. That's too much. It's, it's, uh, that's almost like.
4: Just. so the it's a astronaut sitting in a meditation pose yeah on his hand which ties in with you know transhumanism eastern spirituality uh you know space if you're a, if you're a crazy flat earther the yeah. the whole sp- space you know, psy-op. yep so um shout out to to will truth is stranger than fiction. He made a DeMar Hamlin video and he talked about the, um, sub that I did. Oh, nice. And was that recently? Yep. Yeah. It's oh, nice. his latest one. And, uh, that. um, got quite a few sub stack subscriptions from that. So thank you very much, Will. And nice. That was a good, good video. And man, it is just, it's tough not to take the bait and like obsess on stuff because it is it's like the man has a neck tattoo one day and not the next yeah and we're not supposed to like question it hand he's got a hand giant hand tattoo of a a meditating astronaut of all things like what what are you supposed to take from that like what you have a near-death experience your life is miraculously saved you're supposedly a christian and all about the love and whatever i'm gonna go get a tattoo of my whole hand of a meditating astronaut like what
3: (laughs) just it's it's kind of funny you say it the way you did too it's it's hard not to take the bait because i think our friend will you know we had some some conversations several in fact and he he kept telling me he's like dude I am really struggling <laughs> to go down the rabbit hole like there was a heart challenge that uh, Michelle Obama and LeBron took like from, got yeah. from DeMar and I mean there's just a lot of weird stuff going on and he was like I don't want to go further into this but what is happening <laughs> like how yeah. does this make any sense So yeah, but, I mean it's just like
4: you're so crazy if you question Damar Hamlin, you know, it's like, but, but never address any of the things that people, the reasons people are questioning it. Yep. You know, it's just like, oh, you're crazy. Like, you saw a video of someone. How can you possibly say that that's not real? It's like, well, you know, like, because you literally told us, you know, there's there's deep, or, you know, deep Tom Cruise accounts of like deep fake videos of people. You know? And this is a, a real technology. There's nothing that's been done that's beyond like known technology to do. No. And it's anyway, there's But uh yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's I'm still sticking to they would rather have us debating whether Demar Hamlin's alive or dead rather than what caused the heart attack sure. and it, and the, well, he did
3: he did he did like have a one thing that that made him me feel better was there was a picture of him wearing his blasphemous jacket holding up uh, two the the two uh, okay hand signals with the three on each finger, almost like a six 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 symbol while uh, <laughs> hanging out with LeBron James. so yeah. when I saw that, I was like, well. It seems like everything's above board here. It doesn't yeah, it seems it just, totally legit. This seems legit. I mean, that's, you know, so the, just a normal, like a, you know, barely made the roster, became kind of a star guy out of nowhere. Just hanging out with LeBron James in the box seats, you know,
4: throwing up the, so, the sixes. So he didn't do an interview that they aired during the Super Bowl, but he did an interview with the Today Show. And of course, they had Michael Strahan interview him because he was a former football player too. And they, but it was not a certainly not a live interview, right? And so I've got a a one minute clip from that, and I think you, you, me, and the, Will
3: the, all have very big concerns about uh, Michael Strahan and his role in many different things involving
4: television. I mean, they make that man do some. Yeah. Some horrible things. Um, But the question I'm asking you, Tim. I'm ready. With this 60-second clip is, so you are a uh, producer of the Today Show, okay? Okay. This is, you're making big money, even though the few television sets that have the Today Show on are probably barely paying attention to it. Okay. All right. Why do you leave this part in the interview in a taped interview? Like, what's the point? So go ahead and and play it. And then we'll talk about why they would leave this in on what made his,
1: on what made his heart stop. Gotcha. From the ICU. The question on so many minds, what caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24. Peak physical condition. could run circled around me right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hold on. I'm going I'm to completely derail this for 10, 20 seconds maybe. This is one of my pet peeves that I absolutely cannot freaking stand. And I just... Be, because you and I started doing a podcast in like 2010. And podcasts started in the early 2000s. And the whole nature of what a podcast is. It's not a YouTube video. It's an audio only. But anyway. I cannot stand when the narrator of an interview narrates the interview over himself as though I'm not smart (laughs) enough to listen. I cannot stand it. It makes me so angry and it's pretty much all NPR does all they do. Well, yeah. so then, what happened was so as we, we got, asked him this question. We got and further and deeper, in, I want to hear the conversation. I know people. I want to hear what he says. Is there a pause? Does he take a deep breath? What, what? How did the conversation? Don't narrate the conversation for me, and then play the pertinent part. I hate that. It's absolutely misleading, and it's all NPR does. All they do, which has me convinced that NPR people aren't near as smart as they think they are, because you, you can't. <laughs> it's it's it, it's like it's talking to someone like they're stupid. It's, it's right. like, let me hear the conversation. That's it. That's all I'm asking. I want to hear the conversation. I'm listening to a podcast well, because it's endless. Let me hear the... I mean, it's not a podcast. Sorry. It's just a show. But still, I hate when they narrate over a, it's, an interview.
4: It's a, it's a propaganda because they're telling you... I can't stand it, man. They're telling <laughs> you what to think about what they're person's responses or what the question you know
3: and, but npr in particular just kills me with it oh and then he went on and described how tough it was for him growing up as a, as a kid and da, 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 but then it led him to this belief so what do you believe about this it's like wait what did he say about being a kid i missed that because you narrated over it with some okay sorry i'm sorry well I'm sorry and end, so, of, uh, end of rant
4: <laughs> well a lot of times too this is what's done with um with headlines right yeah so I'll just use a you know, nothing to do with MPR, but with uh Damar Hamlin, there was a YouTube video that says Josh Allen destroys critics who who claim you know Damar Hamlin uh Damar Hamlin not really alive says that's really stupid. Then you watch the interview and he's like he's like no, you know, I, I, I think don't know it for was sure, Demar. but I think it was him. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, uh, I'm not saying I'm a flat earther, but I can't say for sure the earth's not flat, which yes. is another funny part of that uh, interview where it's like, I would rather be called out as a flat earther than, yes. s- uh, than s- you know, answer this leave open about. the possibility that Damar Hamlin's not alive. But at the same time, this is not the definitive... Oh, everyone's stupid. everyone's you know that's ridiculous that they they claim with the title of the video. So it's kind of the same thing where you're yeah. you're setting the expectation uh, you know, here's what this person said, and then well, that's not really it's literally misleading like yeah. that's it's a definition of
3: misleading because I would like to hear the full conversation in its context because i am an intelligent human being or halfway intelligent who would like to make some educated uh, guesses and thoughts and references to my own life and then in the context of a conversation but instead you tell me what is happening where we're going and then play
4: the clip that's they, not well, the, you know they know that 90 whatever percent of people aren't gonna sit through the 15 minutes right yeah, they're that's... gonna see the headline say oh it's debunked or look at the fact check title where it's like we rated oh you know pants on fire false and they're not going to read through to see like okay well what what reasons do they give for saying this is a false claim oh they don't have any that's interesting
3: how many boomers have emailed a pants on fire link hey this is whatever you just said is wrong because i got a (laughs) pants on fire link from politifact (laughs) <laughs> I Googled it, and this came up from Politifact. So look at this. Pants on fire rating. Yeah. Sorry for uh, completely derailing the show. It's just something we have to deal with. No, it's
4: a sh- it's a short clip. Uh, you could either continue it or start it
1: over. It doesn't uh, I'll matter. I'll start it over. Here we go. From the ICU, the question on so many minds, what <sighs> caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24. Peak physical condition. could run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctor describe what happened to you?
8: Um, um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience,
1: the NFL they do more tests than anything, and in the course of you having your physical. Did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or
8: anything that was abnormal? Uh, Honestly, no, Um, I've always been a a healthy, young, fit, energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone Mm -hmm. athlete. Um, So it it was something that was just, that we're, we're still processing and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was.
3: To answer your question, as a producer, I would have cut that so quick. I don't understand why it's in there. There has to be some sort of overall theme to keep the questioning going. They want to keep people the 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 yeah. twitters or the because consp- that's a because it, if this is hey, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Okay, Andrew, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit you with something that will uh, really put this in into perspective. If you did that. Right now, I might write it down and take it out. Yeah. It, 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 like, I, I might write down, okay, at 58 minutes, Andrew...
4: Long pause, uh... S- stumbled uh, for 10 straight
3: seconds and said, "Oh." Um, and then didn't answer the question. And then didn't answer the question. I might go back and just take the whole part out of this podcast, which is not something I do very often. But if there's a long, or I can't cue up a clip, or something hat like, you
4: just take it out. I have no idea why that's in there, man. And... I'm a little surprised this was not negotiated before the interview. Like, right? Like, you know, is there anything? Okay, we're, you know, you're DeMar Hamlin's agent or whoever. It's like, okay, DeMar Hamlin's willing to come on for an interview, but here's, you know, he doesn't want to talk about the actual thing or get into what caused it or anything like that.
3: So if there's a deal, and and that's a condition, if there's a deal from the NFL, Strahan's got to be read in, period. Has to be
4: here's the thing though if if this is not really damar which i'm certainly open to that possibility if this is a ship may uh, have
3: sailed for me by the way but i'm
4: open to the possibility but i I feel like it's probably him if this is just an you know an actor why not just go through the official store official story like oh well they, they told me it was you know most likely commodio cordis caused by the tackle and you know just a really fluke thing that could have happened yeah, to, to anyone point. and Be, like, it, why not have that ready what was why the, wor- the cuz every everyone takes out of that like oh he he thinks it's probably the vaccine
3: right but what was the word that you were thinking that he was going to say what word do you think that he was trying to hold back that he wanted to say but didn't say did you have know. a do you have a word in no. mind no. I I kept thinking blood clot. I kept thinking he was mm. gonna he was gonna simplify it down to blood clot because that's what that's the more simpler version of it. You know, the vaccine caused it or whatever. But no, no, just blood clot. But then he was also asked as a follow up question: "Haven't you always been healthy?" And then I'm still trying to talk it out with my doctors. I don't know. It just something. It, it, it may just be my own brain. But that was what I thought he was wrestling with whether or not to say.
4: Well, and there's the myocarditis stuff it's not easy to to detect but at the level of you know airline pilots or um you know like military pilots i guess more so than airline pilots but where they're actually doing real testing and nfl players would definitely be in that category you should be able to detect that there's some damage going on i mean that's why they had to change the requirements for for pilots and basically stop stop testing them. Yeah. So, I don't yeah, it's it's like they still they still want us talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's but the but this kind of shifted the conversation back to what I think they don't want is why did it happen in the first place? Yeah. You know, it, so then it's like, well, okay, let's <laughs> we're we're, we're going to tattoo you with a a meditating astronaut and you have to wear this hideous sacrilegious jacket to the Super Bowl. <laughs> where you know everyone's going to be looking at you. That's I don't know. Yeah. You you don't think there's any possibility that's not Demar Hamlin?
3: I don't. I'm no no. I am open to the possibility, but I don't. I'm open to the possibility, but I think it's less and less every day. It seems seems like that's him. And now they're just messing with us. That whole tattoo on the like. There's a tattoo one day on his hand, then it's gone the next. That whole thing. It just seems like they want us to keep talking about this.
4: Yeah. Well, the neck tattoo is the. <laughs> Yeah, did I send you that? Um, I don't think I did. There is a video with a guy going through the initial DeMar Hamlin video. Okay. And he he shows that there's a particular frame where like his dreadlock pops out in kind of a weird way. Mm-hmm. And it repeats the same exact way, like, you know four different times in the two minute video. And most of the time they're not even showing him. They just have his voice. Hmm. And he's like, and th- that comes from footage. It, and he's showing like footage from his YouTube channel, which he had a YouTube channel going back years uh, with not a lot of, you know, subscribers or what have you, but enough material that you can feed that in and, you know, feed it in and make a video and they can make it sound like you. If they've got you talking, um, somewhere from s- something else, they can make you say whatever they want, they want you to say. And it was interesting on the kind of particular stuff, like the people's names, they didn't have them on video saying those people's names, like the, the video cut away to like, you know, Demar Hamlin footage, and other footage while his voice is saying the particular names which which would have been a little trickier to like you know make it make it look lip reading wise correct but hmm. I yeah, I don't know man
3: it, it, it might so at this time and i've i reserve the right to and i've changed my mind a bunch of times at this time where I am with it is that's the real Demar Hamlin. And all of this is just to make, is some sort of strange ritual experiment to make everybody talk about it and to make conspiracy theorists, or not even conspiracy theorists, people who see the obvious truth about the vaccine in front of us look silly Mm -hmm. by getting everyone to to take the bait, to take the bait to have the discussion about the astronaut tattoo, to take the bait to have the discussion about the clones, and then he played Mm -hmm. right into that. I mean, that's kind of where I am with it. There was some sort of weird deal, like, hey, do this, and you'll never have yeah, to worry which, about money again or something.
4: Yes. So, in all very possible. I mean, you can make a fake video for and have the person still be alive and well. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's interesting that you would make a fake video if the person's alive and well, and you could just have them do a real video. So, it's, you know, it's... It's very shady, and it's it's at at its base, you know, it's trying to make it about Damar Hamlin rather than the thousands of people. At this point, probably hundreds of thousands or even millions of people impacted negatively by the vaccine. Yeah. So... You know, n- not everyone was on national television in a big Monday night football game, so yeah. Or what do we got? So, what one other uh, Super Bowl tidbit? Did you see the Pat Tillman thing? No, I didn't. So, we've we've talked quite a bit about yeah, Pat Tillman this, this on is, our podcast. This is,
3: this is one of your favorite haunts, or or things to kind of go over a bunch and. I mean I, we I didn't know much about the... it until until I, you know, started having you tell me about it. So
4: let's talk about good old Pat Tillman. So Pat Tillman uh joined the military. So he played at ASU. Um made it to the NFL kind of like a you know, kind of like a DeMar Hamlin where you're kind of a late round pick, barely hanging on to the NFL. But then after 9/11, he's like joining the military and so he gives up his nfl career joins the military and he played for the cardinals too which is it's pretty rare where you are you go to college and then play for the nfl team that's like right in the same area so he he was definitely a fan favorite in that in arizona of course and So, joins the military, and they're using him as all sorts of war propaganda. Like, look at Pat Tillman. Gave up the NFL to go go fight the evil terrorists. And then he started seeing what's going on. And he started questioning the war. And questioning what was going on. And he started writing letters to Noam Chomsky. And then he gets... Uh, double tapped in the head from short range friendly fire uh, by friendly fire and what's initially reported was he was killed in action war hero whatever and his family didn't you know they didn't let it slide they kept asking questions and eventually it came out oh yeah it was friendly fire uh, but we we don't have the whole we don't have the whole story very fishy You know, was Noam Chomsky feeding stuff to the feds about what was being communicated? Was Noam Chomsky just under surveillance? And so they knew what was going on from that. It's also, you know, possible. He might not have been a witting accomplice in, in what went on. But at that point in time, Pat Tillman, of all people, coming back to the U.S. and saying, like, this war is a racket going, you know, smedley butler style would have been devastating for the war propaganda. And this is this is peak war propaganda. This is, you know, jet flyovers that weren't all women pilots like at this year's Super Bowl. <laughs> this is giant American flags, America, you know, George W. Bush in in combat jackets. So yeah, Pat Tillman is an interesting scenario so Pat McAfee who is a former NFL punter himself and just just sport mostly silly sports talk stuff uh, mentioned the Pat Tillman thing on his his pretty popular radio show so I've got a clip there
7: hit a coin toss last, oh. last night for 20k no, go. come on AJ sent me a text yesterday. He said he likes tails. Okay. He said, I like tails tonight. So did I. I think we all kind of like yeah. him. Yeah. Especially after that Pat Tillman. Yep. Oh, all yeah. storyline. Yep. Was us it get to a break? Yeah, people were <laughs> split up. I read a lot about Pat Tillman last night.
2: hmm On the
7: internet. Ah. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot about Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman's a good dog.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: His death, though. There's a lot, oh, yeah, a lot of,
5: of... A lot of questions surrounding it. It was in the
7: book club last year. On the hows and the whys. I obviously read that book.
8: I just forgot about
4: it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, just kind of throw it out there. And it's, you know, sidekicks are kind of like, oh, you know, let's, let's, let's go back to talking about butting on the coin toss. But <laughs> And he doesn't really mention it again. They don't get into what those questions are, but... Uh, I just thought that was interesting. That is interesting. So, because they did, I guess it's been long enough where they're like, ah, "I should be safe now. We can we can bring back the Pat Tillman propaganda, right?" People have stopped asking questions. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, it makes sense that Super Bowl is in Arizona. Yeah. Um. You know why they would bring him up again, and that they had the Pat Tillman Foundation people out there. Um. Who the Apparently, Pat Tillman just really wanted scholarship money to be given to just non, uh, non-American non citizens. Apparently, that's who they give all oh. the Pat Tillman scholar awards to. Sounds There's weird. There's like a Chinese gal and a... Yeah, anyway, it was an interesting interesting uh, promotion they did there with the Pat Tillman scholars. They just finished up the waste
3: management Cup for tournament as well, right?
4: Yeah, the Phoenix Open. Yeah, which was it was a little bit of a dud finish. Yeah. So that's what you know. It's a great term I used to go to that tournament. Fun, fun place to be. Now it's just kind of like a, I don't know. People go for the <laughs> they either go to the sixteenth hole to just Throw consume trash. alcohol for twelve <laughs> hours straight. Or you know, so there's a lot of people that don't go to the sixteenth hole. They just go to the golf tournament. You can watch a lot more golf if you don't try to cram yourself in there. But anyway. No, it's a it's an interesting interesting uh green propaganda with waste management, but it's a another story. But yeah, it was a it was a busy weekend in Phoenix is this a lot of peop- weekend. A lot of people in the valley. Yeah. And the uh, Super Bowl is infamous for being a huge sex trafficking site. Yeah. And pro- probably a pretty convenient location. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. It's sure. Got its own trafficking issues. Just on a, on regular regular days, but right all right, where to next? Well, I got uh, <laughs> Babylon B reporting. Uh, as I mentioned the the flyover was all females ah. we can't have men fly jets anymore. So, the Babylon B ran a story. Super Bowl flyover featuring all female pilots is running 20 minutes late.
3: <laughs> hey, I, I can't laugh. I can't laugh because my wife ever listens to this. Cause <laughs> it's it's reversed in our family. It's mainly
4: me. Sorry. So, then the other thing, which this was a big story for some reason, uh, but these commercials have been all over the place for quite a while. The He Gets Us commercials. Yeah which i didn't even think it was a christian group cuz it's such bad theology and like every single one of them it's like you know he was a uh you didn't like him <laughs> he was from a a migrant family well not this there was the ad during the super bowl but have you seen the other commercials no there was there was at least two during the super bowl one of no, them no was... I'm, I'm saying they they've been running these for months so. i've never seen them no okay so some of them even you know more questionable than than the super bowl one but uh so th- w- what was the one in the super bowl i didn't even the, the super bowl
3: it. one was uh
4: well it, the the the
3: way it worked and it's not going to be easy to describe because it's visual but it was just photos of like every like, just different photos since 2020 in the united states so like mm-hmm black people and white people arguing with each other and then people with a mask arguing with people without a mask it just showed all of these people getting mad at each other and then uh at the end it was like jesus was hated or too, or he and he gets us or something to that effect but i don't know it it hit it hit me kind of well but uh if it's if i'm not i'm not like putting my stamp on it that's good theology but i thought in a seat like i said like i said earlier when i'm coming in expecting like butts in my face a boob pop a (laughs) boob popping out say super satanic stuff like i was pleasantly surprised there wasn't a lot of it so when i saw even a, a, a jesus commercial i was like yeah there you go okay so there was two there was be childlike which i thought was pretty good it said, uh, back in Jesus' day, children were regarded the same way they are today as teachings uh, around the value of being childlike or countercultural. Unless you want change, become like little children. Anyway, it was just showing a bunch of little kids running up and hugging each other. And so okay, it, it I said, didn't see that one. Be more childlike. And okay. then the other one was love your enemies. We have conflict all around us. We align ourselves on different sides of the fight uh, uh, in battles of pol- politics, religion, and justice far too often let that conflict morph in from a dignified defense into something dehumanizing attack the people don't uh dehumanizing attack on the people we don't agree with it's tearing us apart but jesus offered an alternative example his solution wasn't to grow apathetic and avoid conflict altogether he showed us something else entirely a third way his response to ever increasing volume of hate and conflict was love not just any love foundational or confounding sacrificial selfless love you see jesus still stood up for you believe Defended, defenseless, spoke up on behalf of the voiceless. Even flipped over a few tables. But everything he did, he first moved with the love toward the people he disagreed with. What if we tried to love our enemies the way Jesus loved us? How would that change the tenor of our conflicts
4: and conversations? All that was in the commercial. No, this is uh oh, just like on the it's website. This is on the website. It's a okay.
3: it's a synopsis of the video, and that was the okay. big one that everybody talked about because it had it it was it was a compelling uh the reason it was so compelling is cuz when you watch the super bowl you know every minute of ad space is like a bajillion dollars mm-hmm. and so you're watching this and it's like all these pictures of you know Americans fighting or getting ready to fight and you know people filming it and everything else you're like who would make the like <laughs> the whole time your brain's like searching like how could this be an advertisement and, but,
4: yeah. yeah so the the blue check response mm-hmm. was, uh, this is an example, reminder, the Jesusy he gets us campaign is a truly toxic far-right effort, anti-LGBTQ, <laughs> anti-abortion, etc. I'm all the way in.
3: I'm all the way in. I'm a- good.
4: <laughs> ignore the Ghazi social justice dressing. So, And the, I believe the justification was for that was that the Hobby Lobby guy donated some money to it. I think that's where all that comes from. That's a terrible
3: Hobby Lobby guy, man.
4: So, uh, Smash Bales, which is a good uh, Twitter account there. That's a good one. I got to follow that. He says, he gets us is offensive to the world for not completely supporting, you know, the rainbow flag stuff. Right. Yet they stop just short of Jesus gets us because he was a sinner like us. The Bible is going to offend the world if it doesn't fully endorse its sin, so might as well offend them with the truth that can actually save them. Hmm. So, I there thought that was a a good point. And um, you know, driving the the kiddos to school, we're listening to the K Love in the morning, oh, and yeah. they were having a you know a polite. Uh, debate that you could call in and talk about, like, is spending millions of dollars on a TV commercial the best way to evangelize people? Sure. And I can see argument for both. You know. it's,
3: a, it's a, it's a,
4: yeah. I,
3: I, I think it's opinion. I think it's opinional. That's opinion Now I don't think we can really flesh that one out. It's an in-house argument.
4: Well, I would agree with Jockey Lule, which. Jockey Lule you had know, an
3: opinion on the Super Bowl commercial
4: Jockey Lewell had an opinion on television and oh. that you cannot televise Christianity so once once it's on television it's impossible not to be deceptive through the medium of television so he said you got someone preaching on TV it's impossible for God to get the attention and not the preacher so there's hmm. kind of I think there's some some truth there. That's kind of the, the angle I've come down on. But at the same time it's like, well, you know, if Hobby Lobby had spent the same amount of money like pushing their stores, no one would have a problem with that. So it's like, you know it was probably still the best commercial of <laughs> the Super Bowl. Sure. But, you know. Like I said, when you're expecting it, to see, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was the the other Super Bowl story. Um, that's all I got on on the Super Bowl. So we got the Super Bowl and the train derailment. Um, you got anything on the earthquake? I don't, and I should. I mean, it's just it's a such a so ordeal. You, but it's I mean. What I I want to know is if your earthquake predictor guy predicted this thing. Oh, you know, it's funny. I didn't look
3: at that. But he's always talking about the Ring of Fire in the Pacific. I've never heard him talking about over there. Okay. But I could take a look at it. There
4: was some Dutch guy that predicted it. Okay. I'm a little bit closer
3: uh, on the, I guess, the Adam Curry side where, you know, he's been talking about harp and earthquake machines ever since Haiti. And it it is kind of bizarre that... uh,
4: um, so th- they, you know, t- yeah. The, Turkey the was- official story is that earthquakes are not predictable, right? And, and of course, <laughs> not predictable, and that they can't be caused by harp or any other weapon right. system, right? And yet, at the same time, there's discussion of earthquake weapons that's happened. So. It's like, you know, military talking about how we don't have good enough earthquake weapons, and our adversaries do, which seems kind of bogus. But, uh, you know, if there's no such thing as an earthquake weapon, the Pentagon certainly is wrong about that. Hmm. Yeah. So, and just, you know, I mean just happens to be turkey who's keeping yeah ukraine out of the european union you know also syria who you know there's been ongoing problems with syria and all those poor people with the earthquake we can't we can't be bothered to you know take the sanctions off of syria or anything like that to help those people out so it's yeah i'd I don't know if it's harp in particular. There's, a, I threw a, a thread in there, where it's other people are claiming it's other, you know, it's electromagnetic stuff, and that there's other ways of predicting earthquakes, and so I But the um, the one that you have brought to the show is—is is he Canadian? Yes, he is. Let me see. I should probably look. For and him it, real quick. it's based on like pressure of the tectonic yeah. plates, right? And, and active yeah. And in
3: activity via uh, earthquakes or uh, volcanoes so, and everything else. And he's so he's pretty this.
4: mainstream on like what yes. causes yeah. earthquakes. Yeah, he's definitely he's not. He's just like he's definitely you can predict a- it because you look at what's. There hasn't been an earthquake here. That means the pressure's building up. He's definitely on forward. the earthquake yeah.
3: machine train. He's on a different train, though. It's a little bit different. It's more yeah. on the uh, the powers that be know this is going to happen, and they're just purposely not talking about
4: it. Or Yeah. That's... Which... You know... <laughs> I, is it really not predictable? I don't know. Because if it's if it's predictable what they run into then it's like well why didn't you warn people right it's like well you know that's kind of a big logistical nightmare if you tell a whole country you're gonna have a giant earthquake next week what happens you know pandemonium Maybe maybe the pandemonium from that is worse than the damage from the earthquake although if i were living in a little apartment building and you know six stories up in turkey and i could be told that uh there was an earthquake coming i would probably run for the hills yeah no kidding the
3: uh yeah the there's a there's a whole new like invention coming out it's like a coffin bed thing have you seen this thing yeah
8: yeah
4: yeah the I feel like it was uh, pushed in Japan like around the tsunami time. Okay. But uh it seems like something, you know, it doesn't seem cheap. No. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So it's like the people that would potentially get that are probably living in buildings that have decent building codes and you know, they're probably going to be all right anyway, and the people that really need some a contraption like that probably not going to have access to it. Hmm. So, speaking of natural disasters, I think there was a, a chance of tornadoes today. Yeah, I don't know if the I didn't turn the TV on. You got
3: the TV on over there? No. January 17th, my earthquake guy. It's obvious they're hiding something big concerning the plates when these four signs are happening right under our noses and not a word is said about the big changes, so it's evidently being censored for a reason. Plus, southern Japan to middle Philippines slowed way down. Number one sign, whole of Europe Mediterranean area had a steady flow of earthquakes above magnitude 7 right up until the end of the last century, and then they completely stopped. Number two, North America all the way down to... The point of Manzanalo. Man, Man, Manzanalo. Uh, Mexico had magnitude 7.4 and up earthquakes in intervals of one to two year, decades from the start of records in the 1800s. And they just stopped showing up over 70 years ago. Number three. A wide Wait, area.
4: There's There's been some big
3: earthquakes. Yeah. They stopped showing up. California. I would say California, 1994. Yep. Wide area of Asia spanning from Tokyo to Ismar, Turkey, used to have magnitude eights once a decade and they stopped back in the fifties. If you include the 7.9 threshold, there was quite a lot. Since then, there's just been one 7.9. The frequency has fallen off a cliff. So there you go. I guess that's the closest. So he
4: mentions Turkey.
3: That's yeah, yeah. interesting. That Well, he mentions Turkey there. Hmm. Weird. This guy's always talking about there's an earthquake somewhere in the world every day, so is it the broken clock is always right <laughs> yeah. twice a day or Yeah
4: the the Dutch guy has definitely done some some wrong predictions as well, but uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's I don't know. would it's a little different than the Haiti operation. Yeah where there's, he there's no had the suspicious earthquake oh. and then the Clinton Foundation and Roger Clinton just getting send, the don't gold send, mining rights and yeah. don't send us blankets or water just send your just, cash just send your cash send us your yeah. cash
3: alright should we thank some people?
4: yes I just have some other random stuff that can wait till after we thank some people alright let's do it I'll open it up right now Oh, I gotta play my clip.
3: Where is the clip? Do-do-do-do. Well, um, have you
4: golfed this week? Uh, I did on Saturday. How'd you do? Not great. No? I wasn't, uh... But I did make, uh, on a... Long par three, got it on the front of the green, had like a 50 footer and made it for birdie. So that was, nice. A, it was a nice highlight.
3: That's yeah. a great, that's a great putt. I was, uh, running around Lake Hefner on Sunday afternoon. I think it was. And I was watching all the golfers as they were going by. I was like, I wonder if Andrew's out here. That'd be
4: weird. <laughs> It'd be weird if he ran right by and he was there. No, I'd, I was not out there on Sunday, but uh, Saturday I was.
2: Revelations Radio
3: News. <sighs> All right. Indeed. Indeed. Well, let's jump into it. What do we got here? So, this is Revelations Radio News, episode 309. Woo! Woo! Let's take a look here. Where are we? And I have nothing in the spreadsheet. No, I do. Oh, goodness gracious. No, I don't have anything in the spreadsheet. (sighs) My goodness, Andrew. I thought I had this all cut off. I did this in my sleep, apparently. I did this. uh, (laughs) I I, I must have dreamt that I updated everything. I'm going to have to go directly to the sources here. So let me take a minute to do that. Uh, Meanwhile...
4: Can you enlighten us with any other parts of your golf game? (laughs) I don't have any other uh, golf stories there, but uh, I can confirm I found the spreadsheet without you having to send a a new link to it. But But is
3: February filled in on your version?
4: No. Oh, also not filled in. Okay.
3: Well, I had one thing I could could go back to that I had actually kind of tangentially touched on uh, the last couple of shows. But you've brought a couple stories talking about, hey pasteurization not great for you and then i talked about kefir a few few weeks ago and then last week i was like i talked about chocolate milk and i wanted to kind of tie that up because we had a we had an email come from a a concerned citizen named reno who was worried about my intake of sugary beverages but what i wanted to, to touch on was i did i wasn't discounting your uh um uh stories on pasteurization and then not being good for you, or your quest to find the non-existent raw milk in our area that you could drink uh, what I was saying and and it wasn't very i don't think conveyed very well um was uh I, most animal products are good for you, yeah, and yeah. so even though yeah pasteurization is bad, I have been drinking a lot of milk and it is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it like I've been I've, I've even been getting the new Coca-Cola owned milk called fair life where they ultra filter it and it has a higher like protein content things like that. That is an animal product that I've been ingesting more and not falling for the soy uh almond milk propaganda. I I did mention drinking almond milk with smoothies a little while back. I have Cut off almond milk altogether. No more. Oh, good. But it's all milk. It's just all. And like, I'll drink chocolate milk after a good run, which has been you know, runners have been known to do this for years and years and years. Uh, kefir, I love kefir. It's like a kind of a yogurt milk hybrid. It's like a, a cultured milk. Uh, yeah,
4: anything. I mean, anything with fermentation is is good. It's good I mean, for your good they,
3: for your gut with the probiotics and all that yeah. stuff. But anyway, I just didn't want. It, it kind of felt like. I was thinking about it, and we got that email, and I was like, you know, I don't, I want to circle back to that. Why I said, hey, try chocolate milk, or hey, try this, is because I'm learning in this time of my life. I'm like, you know, doing a lot of physical exercise and whatnot, but like, you know, protein is good for you. Animal products are good for you. Eggs are good for you. You know, beef is good for you. Milk is good for you. It's not. You know this strange. Oh, but then there's lactose, and we're not supposed to drink it because it's from a different animal,
4: and all this stuff. It's actually really good for you. So, c Cattle down in Austin, they've they've got a pledge on there: no mRNA vaccines for their for their cows. Oh, that's cool.
3: I think that that might be the future: buying directly from the the
4: source. Yeah, knowing. Knowing what they do. So,
3: so I'll start with PayPal. We have, a, uh, we have a listener named Jonathan, who I don't know if he's donated before, but he sent us $10 via PayPal, and I don't know where he's from. So, thank you very much, Jonathan. And I think that's it for uh, PayPal. One donation. Uh, oh, no, that's not it. Uh, also, one more from Forest Cherry. Forest Cherry. Don't know where they're from, but they sent us $20. So thank you, Forest Cherry. Let's head on over to Give, Send, Go. All right. Our listeners like like the Give, Send, Go, I think. So, oh yeah, we got some... Oh, there is some good ones over here. Let's double check. Oh, well, we always know where we start. Where does the list start? With uh, Danny
4: with $25? That's
3: right. Wherever wherever Danny last donated $25 (laughs) is where the last show ended and the new show began and uh, so we got $25 from Danny we also got $41 from Caleb who said happy belated birthday Andrew oh
4: thank you Caleb yeah
3: and then we had $100 Greg from Cranbrook, uh, Cranbrook BC Canada thanks Tim and Andrew for an enjoyable show heard you guys from James Corbett been listening to your show for a year and a half now keep up the good work Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. $50 from the Subtle Cane podcast. Keep fighting the good fight, brothers. You're making a difference. You are valued, you are loved, and you are worthy. God bless and good night from this. Well,
4: s- other than his most recent episode, I highly recommend the Subtle Cane podcast. <laughs> Self-deprecation no, a, from Andrew. I was I was interviewed on there. No, it was a it was an enjoyable conversation uh but people should check out his he's done quite a few episodes where it's kind of like a i don't know almost an essay okay type format okay where it's you know he's actually planned out what he's gonna say so not exactly what we do here sure and uh much shorter time frame too so it's a little more compact and a little more intellectual and and good but he's he started doing some interviews so you're as well, there's, including there's, there's less pauses and us yeah, let's you know more more <laughs> professional but uh he's also interviewed James Corbett a couple of times, so people should i recommend those episodes, and then his um he did some episodes on eugenics and some other other topics too so
3: awesome well thank you for that that uh heads up on the subtle cane podcast and that's s-u-b-t-l-e-c-a-i-n so subtle cane podcast uh two more we got jason from the up what's the up any idea Upper Peninsula
4: and UP. <laughs> University of Portland. University of Portland. There you go.
3: This is both of our old stomping grounds there. Uh, but he sent in $25, so thank you, Jason. And then an Anonymous donor sent in another $35. So thank you, Anonymous, for the $35. Um, as you may have noticed, ladies and gentlemen, this show has no... Uh, No advertisements. No advertisements. I'm not going to do
4: any special reads. There is nothing as far as that happening. The only breaks are when we forget the next thing we were going to say. Which is pretty much all the time. uh, Andrew is better at it than me, but sometimes I
3: forget what I'm saying. It's like I have a bunch of things to say, but nothing
4: comes out. Anyway. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, you know, there's some podcasts that make it seem easy and then you might we're not one of those but also it's really not very easy no no it's not
3: it's always fun to uh, hear someone starting a podcast like oh it's cool we'll just make content and just speak off the cuff it's like oh yeah that'll be great i encourage you to do that and hope it works but oftentimes what's the average podcast run two episodes three episodes
4: Uh, i think it's i think if you make seven episodes you're above average something like that
3: so So at 309 we're doing something
4: 309 we're either very stubborn or we've we've done something right so
3: i think both are possible both are possible so uh hold on a second i guess i'll close this out so anyway if you guys want to donate to the podcast please do so I am going to, after much uh, berating from one of our listeners, try to get a donate button right there in the description so that you can donate from within whatever podcast app you're in. Uh, I'll work on some other things, RSS feed related, and see if I can get some donation spots in there. But if you'd like to donate, you can donate via PayPal, via Gibson Go, or via P.O. Via Box. Uh, those are the most... Uh, oh, excuse me. Via P.O. Box... Uh, our friend Luke from Nevada, Iowa, sent us $5 with his monthly $5 P.O. box check. So thank you, Luke. Yes. And then there was another – I sent some paperwork uh, your way from one of our donors. That was an interesting donor. She had a lot of, a lot to say, a lot of different ideas. and uh,
4: Yeah, I've got a card here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But anyway, people can donate via uh, Give, Send, Go – which is right here on the website News dot com, or a link to PayPal, or you can donate via PO Box PO Box seven three three one, Edmond Oklahoma seven three zero eight three. Go ahead and address that to yours truly, Tim Kilkenny. So, uh, if you'd <laughs> like to, go ahead.
4: Yeah. So our nice card and letter from Melinda. So, yes. Thank you, Melinda. She has. She, she says she's one of. Uh, She's originally from Portland Raised her family in Hood River So same It's my my hometown there So she says I'm one of the three listeners Who enjoyed listening to you guys Ramble on about sports and weather in the great Northwest (laughs) So there you
3: go Well there you go We love the silly sports talk
4: Yeah well I do have an A couple of Oregon stories. Okay. Throwback. Uh, This happens quite a bit in Oregon, actually. Uh, Oregon man sentenced to 30 days in jail for collecting rainwater on his own property. So he had uh, dug some reservoirs and he had actually applied for permits. He had received the permits then they rescinded them, declared his reservoirs illegal, and it's now gotten to the point where he has to spend 30 days in jail for those uh, reservoirs that collect rainwater on his property. So, Wow. Nothing quite says freedom like not being able to collect <laughs> like your own going rainwater. to jail for collecting rainwater. Wow. It's not like it doesn't rain a lot either. Well, I guess southern Oregon doesn't rain as much but still sure Uh, on a sort of related story the Idaho house passes the greater Idaho bill oh no Uh so they they're trying to expand
3: of course they they would though I don't know why I was surprised they they stand to to gain more land and tax money so yeah of course it's it's just the Oregon side of it that's going to be the issue
4: yeah, although if they're if the elections were legitimate, which I don't believe they are, so I I think they can just get whatever final score they want regardless of the actual votes.
3: Andrew, but there's no but, widespread evidence of widespread voter fraud. <laughs> yeah.
4: But if the elections were a source of fear for the Democrat machine in, you know, Portland and the Willamette Valley, Washington. Uh Then they would probably just let Eastern Oregon go to Idaho to lock up their yeah. control. But, yeah, it, they won't let that happen. They need the... I don't even know what the process would be for that. No, I don't so, either. I don't think it's going anywhere, but it did, you know, pass the actual state of Idaho House of Rep- Representatives, so it's something yep so do we close out the segment the donation segment well I believe we were at the end of the donors did you have an ending that you wanted to no I was just going to hit the jingle but uh, speaking of
3: podcasts that uh, make it look easy one of those is the no agenda podcast yes I'm going to play a clip that we referenced last week, but that I still found to be pretty awesome Oh, uh, good! from Adam Curry on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. I was very interested. Whoa, the clips are coming in loud today. It's coming in hot. So I apologize, people.
0: ...by this because I've looked at every conspiracy theory, you know, moon landing, 9-11, uh, JFK. Mm. I mean, all kinds of conspiracies. But the one I would never looked at and now, you know, I'm 58. So I'm like, okay, let me look at this one is um, God. And uh, I said, let me see about this God thing. I've never been a religious guy. And uh, so I start reading and I start talking. To people. I also found that around me, were, like a couple of people I was working with, they're all Christians. And not that anyone was ever pushing anything on me. When I asked them questions, they were gladly answered. And I, so I, there's a lot of stuff written about Jesus. <laughs> there's a lot written, you know, thousands of years of books. And, and mm. there's some contemporary stuff such as, uh, evidence demands a verdict and you know this just is so much and I gotta tell you Joe as sure as I know the building seven didn't fall down out of uh, sympathy for building one and two God is real Jesus existed he was a badass outlaw and it has changed my outlook on life it has really changed the way I look at things and I believe that we can win um, with God
3: I found that to be pretty amazing, yep,
4: yeah. yeah, me too he, uh
3: he the, and, and I, like I said last week, he is a true seeker of information with no uh without a lot of preconceptions, and he goes where the evidence takes him, and yeah, mentioning the the old uh, evidence that demands a verdict on Joe Rogan's show is pretty awesome. I hope that got in, an earworm in a couple people's ears out there
4: you ever heard of a pastor named doug wilson actually sounds familiar but i don't think ring a bell i don't know so he did i'm gonna send this to you on signal okay and i'll throw it in the the neva folder but i don't have clips from it but he did a video going through um what adam said and You know, like, very positively. So, it was... He talked about how Adam Curry started out with the... Well, I knew there was evil, so I thought maybe there is... Well, and God that and, seems
3: to be the... That's the road that I came down, and that seems to be the road that, uh you know...
4: Yeah, he said it's a, that's a, a very strong that's philosophical a strong, position. Yeah. There should not be in the... Right. deterministic evolutionary right. materialistic universe there should not be good and evil right so if you're sure that evil exists then there should be let's, you let's, know, that's why I played that Andrew make sense. Andrew Tate a couple of clips
3: from him and of, of course I don't condone everything the guy's ever said or done he's a very polarizing strange figure but the, like, he was coming to faith in God too he was like dude I know pure evil it exists in the world and it's like that means there has to be a god, right? Yeah. He seems like he's more sympathetic towards uh, a Muslim god, but he's in, jo- in jail in Romania now. So, who knows? But uh, it it is an interesting way to come to it, and I think I think since COVID, it's a more common way to come to it uh, than it had been previously because people are just like, wait. <laughs> there are people out there who really want to just mask everybody up, even though it doesn't do anything and get them to take a a shot that doesn't do anything. And it's a hard, it's a hard, uh, hard realization to come to where are we from here?
4: Yes. And at some point you have to confront your own sin. Yeah. You know, and that's what, everything in our culture is to make people okay and convince them you're not a sinner in need of forgiveness and, and grace. Uh, but that's the reality. And it doesn't matter how much you're lied to, you know, advertising both tells you that you're inadequate, but they say you're inadequate, but you can, uh attain happiness with our product right that's the basic message of advertising and that's the the message of our education system as well you know it's just an animal bro people are good it just gets screwed up by you know republicans
3: well no but it's 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 deep it's i know you're trying to be funny but it's deeper than that you're just an animal man you're just a yeah uh, some goo that mixed with some some other goo, right, you, and then in, you kind of. There's no difference
4: out- between boys and girls. There's no difference between, you know. It's just that you're conditioned by your backwards parents. Yeah, and if you were enlightened, you would, you would see the truth about you know how we can just become whatever we want to be and and be transhuman and and join with the singularity and that's, that's where it all goes to. It's all a false message of it's a pseudo-salvation. It's a pseudo-eternal life. That's That was part of the offensive part of Damar Hamlin's jacket was the word eternal. Like there's, there's eternal life through Jesus Christ alone, not through, you know, not through any other means. Not through Google, but but and also
3: you know but 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 through Chat Open GPT. I mean, <laughs> I mean that that's the other one you forgot. So yeah, definitely not Google. You know, one of the things I've been thinking about recently—it's kind of weird—the um, um, famous uh, George Bush question what does 322 stand for we both in skull and bones and he says it's a secret It's just so a secret we can't tell you and of course yep. there's 322 on all the skull and bones stuff but uh and i don't know if this is true but it makes sense in my my brain uh, genesis 322 and then the lord god said behold the man has become like one of us knowing good and evil now lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and then live forever uh yeah this is i feel i feel like they think this is a weakness in god's god's plan and that they're trying to capitalize on it you know the demons demonically through uh yeah. genesis three twenty two. 22 but no,
4: it's been this, the same lie since what yeah the serpent it's, told it Eve. is
3: still the same lie yeah yeah
4: Yep. Yeah.
3: you like, like, could be like you'll become as you be like god gods.
4: yeah, yeah. Well,
3: we all have a little bit of god in this right you could be god i could be god we're just all total, part of one, total sarcasm one big, out there people. one big
4: human you know, family collective it's all the eastern religion stuff it's all it's it's the same recycled lies over and repackaged you know but it's space aliens now it's not we're not demons we're space aliens you know we're it, it's not uh eastern religion anymore it's new age spirituality uh, it's, and it's, it's such a new such age a, spirituality it's just enlightened you know microdosed enabled i don't know what the yeah like it's such a, it's t- such a tech hacking right
3: it's such a uh what do you call it um such an enticing idea well the eastern religions have it filled out and then you you know you join the navy and you go to asia and you're like wait they don't seem to have anything figured out over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much the same stuff as over there, just some different colors. I guess this 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 is interesting. Yeah, they must know what's really going on. Then you get over there, they believe that you know that, that you know having a fan on and in, in a room with all the doors and windows closed, <laughs> they could die. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's not. Gotta it's be, no,
4: beware the fan death. To... It's not Valhalla over here. <laughs> so. Also have, you know,
3: we gotta touch on it. Even if you don't have any uh, articles or, vi- or or videos or anything, we have to touch on it. What's going on with the UFOs? There's UFOs. UFOs have been shot down. <sighs> UFO here, UFO there. Have you ever seen a bigger distraction for UFOs? Like a just a just a nonstop distraction.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely it's like 99% distraction. And then part of that distraction is, uh, pay no mind to the fact that what we tell you are satellites was hanging off the bottom of a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah. uh, you know, going thousands of miles an hour, thousands of miles up around the earth. It's, you know, just, just interesting. Uh, cause that's always been the, a uh, flat-earther explanation for satellites is that they're balloons. And the first, admittedly, the first satellites were balloons. But Fair enough. But what about all these like, UFOs
3: being shot down over Lake Huron? UFO being shot the, down over here? The other balloons? Yeah. Uh, no, they're UFOs. <laughs> unidentified flying objects. Just because you, you didn't
4: want to call it a balloon? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a different shape. It's I don't know. I It's not the same shape, so I can't call it a balloon. Okay, fine.
3: Yeah, it's... Uh, it is uh,
4: a I weird think it's deal. A, well... It's like... Because it, it, Roswell, right, the official story was that it was a weather balloon? <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah. That is actually the official story. Mm-hmm. So... Which everyone knows that's not true. So it's like, well, you know, well, just they're inverting it. Now they're like, There's oh, a great, it's a
3: UFO. Shoot. There's <laughs> a great clip. I was going to play it. It was, uh, I think Maverick Pilgrim actually put it on No Agenda Social. But uh, he it, it, it basically points out the exact same thing. It's like now we are actually using um, the inverse. We are using weather balloons and calling them UFOs instead of the other way around. To distract yeah. from something that it must be bigger. Supposedly the Epstein files are, you know, soon to be released. I'll hold my yeah. Breath. That's I'll always hold my breath on that one. Yeah, hold yeah. my breath for that one. I'm sure they're going to come out. Lots of people are going to be arrested. Thousands of sealed indictments. It's sealed indictments. It's ready. Yeah. yeah. Hillary Clinton's already in Gitmo. they are going to get her. <laughs> Bill Clinton is a clone. He's already gone. They already, they already, they already. Oh, I didn't, I haven't heard that one. Oh, well, this is all the QAnon, the real QAnon yeah. stuff, people, not just the. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I, I
4: d- heard that QAnon version. Yeah. but
3: Well, not, and I mean real QAnon, not the I disagree with it, therefore
4: it must be QAnon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're questioning the official story, so I'm going to call them QAnon. Yeah. yeah. Something, 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 a basement. Something something
3: something pizza place. It's right. Something something, uh, something. It's been debunked.
4: Trump, something
3: something debunked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, man. What else you got for us? You got looks like you got audible verses of the day here.
4: So I have. It's too long though. So okay. okay. I was thinking you could play it at the end. Okay. Um. Well, I have a song for the end too. Okay. I. So it is. Uh, Isaiah 63 through either 65 or 66 and Chris White talked about Isaiah 63 in his latest podcast and that okay. inspired me and the I can where he
3: ruined the one where he ruined one of my favorite Christmas movies ever,
4: or the more recent one, the brand new one on, ah. uh, the day of the Lord series. Gotcha. Yeah. Intro to the day of the Lord series. So, gotcha. It is a – and it, I don't even know if listening to it is the best way because you kind of have to see the quotation marks. Okay. But, uh, you know, so maybe people should actually read this passage instead of just listening to it. But mm. – um, and it's, it's a wild one. So it's <laughs> – um, it's a very – it's got some stuff in there that Chris talked about with uh judgment of end times judgment of nations that forsook Israel. Mm. And like they're you know that's how it, chapter sixty three starts out. Weird. But um but then also some you know hopeful stuff and some reminders that you know, Jesus really is gonna rule over everything, and he's gonna make a new heaven, a new earth, and he's gonna set all things right, and that's something to look forward to, and also um, to have a a healthy fear of God, which our culture is really not into fearing God at all, uh, but it's civilization's going all the way back to when civilization started, you know, fearing God is a very rare state of mind. Uh, but it never works out well to, to just kind of forget that part of existence. So m- remember who the creator is.
3: So, Amen. Amen. That's good words of wisdom. Good words to live by. So.
4: What we got was it? We're going to wrap it. I'll just throw a couple. Uh, here's your, you know, convince you that space is totally real. Story of the week. Oh, good. Uh, reports: a piece of the sun broke off, then got sucked into a polar vortex. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> so this, this is an old story. Very sad. Do you remember the Bernie baby? No. I vaguely remember it, but I didn't really realize that. uh, So this mom dressed her kid up as Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. yeah, White wig. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Big glasses. Mm -hmm. Kid died of SIDS. Hmm. Vaccines, which, you know, is the... Name given to vaccine induced death, so pretty sad there. Cute little Bernie baby, uh, it's clear back from 2016. I just someone had thrown a link to that story in a sub stack, and I've never seen it, so threw it in there. Uh, Pastor Arthur Pulowski was on with uh, Laura Ingraham.
3: Oh, interesting.
4: So people could check out that interview. I didn't get any short clips from it, but uh, it's in the it'll be in the show notes if people want to see that. Um, article you know, pushing COVID-19 shots in pregnancy, the greatest ethical breach in the history of medicine. Right. you know, there's a lot of competition, but pretty tough knowing what they knew when they knew it and pushing that thing on pregnant women anyway truly is evil if so if you're if you're on the fence on whether there's evil in the world that's a good story to read
3: i believe there's evil in the world i'm just on the fence as to whether or not pfizer itself is evil
4: okay that's a good story to read for that too (laughs) Uh, just kidding yeah Uh, also also uh (laughs) Speaking Brought of to Pfizer, you
3: by Pfizer. The satanic ritual brought to you by Pfizer.
4: Speaking of Pfizer, the Pfizer article from The Defender, Pfizer vaccine bonanza slows, but Bill Gates sold early and made huge profits. So he sold, um, well, you know, the foundation, the tax-free foundation. Uh, sold, let's see. Skip down to that part. Uh, let's see. They made fifteen times their initial investment in biotech.
3: That's what I mean. Yeah, he talked about that. We had that clip. He had the. He's like on the slopes, and I don't. I don't remember if he's in uh, Davos. Davos, Davos. Yeah, it's yeah. Switzerland. He's. On the slopes. Yeah, you know, I think the, this is going to be the debt trade of rock streams. And, you know, you can sometimes 5, 10x, double, you know, 10x, 20x your money. I mean, it's just one of the best, we see
4: it as one of the best investments
3: out there. Ding, 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 ding.
4: Yeah. The His foundation purchased the shares in September 2019, just months before the pandemic was announced, at a pre-public offering price of $18.10 per share when the foundation sold the shares at an average price of $300 per share, it pocketed a profit of approximately $260 million or more than 15 times its original investment.
3: Hmm.
4: Yeah. Just, and then then after he sells it, he comes out and says, we need, we need a new way of doing the vaccines. Yeah. They don't work. (laughs) We're going to make some fake milk and put it in there like that. (laughs) Yeah if if we just spray it on them there will be no vaccine hesitancy problem solved uh on a possibly related note here we go us to begin testing first avian flu shot on poultry what could go wrong and yes we need to make mrna vaccines for chickens too and unfortunately the livestock vaccine thing man there's There's been mRNA and just all sorts of trash vaccines being pumped into our food supply left and right for decades now. But another reason why actually knowing where your food comes from, probably a good idea. Absolutely. I think that's pretty much it for me. Got
3: anything else? No, I got a little song I'll play at the end, plus your Isaiah clips, so we got a big end of show
4: mix coming up, I guess, in our own little way. Yeah, well, I did... um, Story I didn't mention. Uh, New York City had the vaccine mandate for city employees, including teachers, and teachers who uh, refused to get vaccinated, they not only fired them... They marked in this system, which was used throughout New York State, not just New York City, that there was basically a, a flag, like a, you know, yes, like you you, wink wink, you don't want to hire this person. They're probably a. They probably did something terrible. Mm hmm. Um, just for not taking the vaccine. So I mean, these these teachers then went to get. Jobs outside of New York City, and were unable to get jobs because of this like black mark on their record, which <laughs> there was no reason for. So, so they're suing. So good for them.
3: Wasn't that the name of the? What was the name of the city in uh, the Hunger Games? Wasn't it like Metropolis or something like that? I think it was
4: just known as the capital.
3: Oh no, you're right. It's the capital. Yeah. So yeah. if, you, if you get in trouble in the capital, you can't get a job at any of the other districts. That's good. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's another week. It's another show. It's cold outside. The high tomorrow, 38 degrees. Wind is real. Uh, <laughs> birds uh, are real, too, by birds, the way. Birds are also real. Yep. Watch yeah. out for birds. They are real. I'm supposed to get up and run in the morning, and it's going to be 28 degrees, so it should be interesting. I'll see uh, how much rest I can get before I attempt to run in 28-degree weather. Maybe start slow. Got to get warmed up there, Tim. Yeah, for sure. Put on some some layers. Some layers. To so. Get all layered up. So, Well, thank you, sir, for doing the show, and thank you for bringing all the stories. Thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you, everybody, who donated to the show. Thank you for everybody who prays for the show, shares the show, all of that sort of thing.
4: Uh, and I Indeed, guess yes. we,
3: we will uh, catch everybody next week.
4: Yes, thanks, everybody.
6: A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you see?
9: To hurt every man He'll print all the food And drug every kid Pretend like he's good Then hide what he did Nobody's safe Nobody's safe Nobody's safe Till we have gates behind Behind the bars The geek's in control He's changed his disguise His chemical world Will be your demise He's sick and he's cruel And acts like he's God Speaks on the stage While zombies applaud Nobody's safe Nobody's safe Nobody's safe Till we have gates behind with his friends the forum they have is a circle of sin there's snakes all around who traffic and kill they'll dope up the world with needles and pills nobody's safe
5: To be faced. so we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one.
2: That, you know, I'd say, uh, will get attention this time.
1: Isaiah sixty-three. Who is this that cometh from Edom, with dyed garments from Bozrah? This that is glorious in his apparel, travelling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine-vat? I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger, and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. And I looked, And there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore mine own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury it upheld me. And I will tread down the people in mine anger, and make them drunk in my fury, and I will bring down their strength to the earth. I will mention the loving kindnesses of the Lord, and the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord hath bestowed on us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel which he hath bestowed on them according to his mercies, and according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses, For he said, Surely they are my people, children that will not lie. So he was their Saviour. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them, and he bare them, and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled, and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore he was turned to be their enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he that brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he that put his Holy Spirit within him, that led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them, to make himself an everlasting name? that led them through the deep, as an horse in the wilderness, that they should not stumble. As a beast goeth down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. So didst thou lead thy people, to make thyself a glorious name. Look down from heaven, and behold, from the habitation of thy holiness, and of thy glory, where is thy zeal and thy strength, the sounding of thy bowels, and of thy mercies toward me? Are they restrained? Doubtless thou art our Father, though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not. Thou, O Lord, art our Father, our Redeemer. Thy name is from everlasting. O Lord, why hast thou made us to err from thy ways, and harden our heart from thy fear? Return for thy servants' sake the tribes of thine inheritance. The people of thy holiness have possessed it but a little while our adversaries have trodden down thy sanctuary. We are thine. Thou never barrest rule over them. They were not called by thy name. Isaiah 64 O oh, that thou wouldst rend the heavens, that thou wouldst come down, that the mountains might flow down at thy presence, as when the melting fire burneth, the fire causeth the waters to boil, to make thy name known to thine adversaries, that the nations may tremble at thy presence. When thou didst terrible things which we looked not for, thou camest down, the mountains flow down at thy presence. For since the beginning of the world men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God beside thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. Thou meetest him that rejoiceth, and worketh righteousness." Those that remember thee in thy ways, behold, thou art wroth, for we have sinned, and those is continuance, and we shall be saved. But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. And there is none that calleth upon thy name, that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee, For Thou hast hid Thy face from us, and hast consumed us because of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, Thou art our Father, we are the clay, and Thou our potter, and we all are the work of Thy hand. Be not wroth very sore, O Lord, neither remember iniquity for ever. Behold, see, we beseech Thee, we are all Thy people. Thy holy cities are a wilderness, Zion is a wilderness. Jerusalem a desolation. Our holy and our beautiful house, where our fathers praised thee, is burned up with fire, and all our pleasant things are laid waste. Wilt thou refrain thyself for these things, O Lord? Wilt thou hold thy peace and afflict us very sore? Isaiah 65 I am sought of them that asked not for me, I am found of them that sought me not. I said, Behold me behold me unto a nation that was not called by my name. I have spread out my hands all the day unto a rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good, after their own thoughts, a people that provoketh me to anger continually to my face, that sacrificeth in gardens and burneth incense upon altars of brick, which remain among the graves, and lodge in the monuments, which eat swine's flesh, and broth of abominable things is in their vessels, which say, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. These are a smoke in my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silence, but will recompense, even recompense into their bosom. Your iniquities and the iniquities of your fathers together, saith the Lord, which have burned incense upon the mountains, and blasphemed me upon the hills, therefore will I measure their former work into their bosom. Thus saith the Lord, As the new wine is found in the cluster, and one saith, Destroy it not, for a blessing is in it, so will I do for my servants' sakes, that I may not destroy them all. And I will bring forth a seed out of Jacob, and out of Judah an inheritor of my mountains and mine elect shall inherit it, and my servants shall dwell there. And Sharon shall be a fold of flocks, and the valley of Accor a place for the herds to lie down in, for my people that have sought me. But ye are they that forsake the Lord, that forget my holy mountain, that prepare a table for that troop, and that furnish the drink-offering unto that number. Therefore will I number you to the sword, And ye shall all bow down to the slaughter, because when I called, ye did not answer. When I spake, ye did not hear, but did evil before mine eyes, and did choose that wherein I delighted not. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, my servants shall eat, but ye shall be hungry. Behold, my servants shall drink, but ye shall be thirsty. Behold, my servants shall rejoice, but ye shall be ashamed. Behold, my servants shall sing for joy of heart, but ye shall cry for sorrow of heart, and shall howl for vexation of spirit. And ye shall leave your name for a curse unto my chosen. For the Lord God shall slay thee, and call his servants by another name. That he who blesseth himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth, and he that sweareth in the earth shall swear. By the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hid from mine eyes. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice for ever in that which I create, for behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing, and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not filled his days, for the child shall die an hundred years old. But the sinner, being an hundred years old, shall be accursed. And they shall build houses, and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards, and eat the fruit of them. They shall not build, and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and mine elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock, and dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord. Isaiah 66 Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. He that killeth an ox is as if he slew a man. He that sacrificeth a lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offereth an oblation as if he offered swine's blood. He that burneth incense as if he blessed an idol. Yea. They have chosen their own ways, and their soul delighteth in their abominations. I also will choose their delusions, and will bring their fears upon them, because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear. But they did evil before mine eyes, and chose that in which I delighted not. Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake, said, Let the Lord be glorified, but he shall appear to your joy, and they shall be ashamed. A voice of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, a voice of the Lord that rendereth recompense to his enemies. Before she travailed, she brought forth, before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Shall I bring to the birth, and not cause to bring forth, saith the Lord? Shall I cause to bring forth, and shut the womb, saith thy God? Rejoice ye with Jerusalem, and be glad with her, all ye that love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all ye that mourn for her, that ye may suck and be satisfied with the breasts of her consolations, that ye may milk out, and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then shall ye suck, ye shall be borne upon her sides, and be dandled upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you." and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And when ye see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bones shall flourish like an herb. And the hand of the Lord shall be known toward his servants, and his indignation toward his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come with fire, and with his chariots like a whirlwind, to render his anger with fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the LORD shall be many. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh, and the abomination and the mouse, shall be consumed together, saith the LORD. For I know their works and their thoughts. It shall come, that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And I will set a sign among them, and I will send those that escape of them unto the nations, to Tarshish, Pull, and Lud, that draw the bow, to Tubal, and Javan, to the isles afar off, that have not heard my fame, neither have seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the Gentiles. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon horses, and in chariots, and in litters, and upon mules, and upon swift beasts. To my holy mountain Jerusalem, saith the Lord, as the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. And I will also take of them for priests and for Levites, saith the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, saith the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one sabbath to another, Shall all flesh come to worship before me, saith the Lord. And they shall go forth, and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me, for their worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched. And they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh.